The F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100, get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. This Saturday, sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean, and Colby over on youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Get ready for speed. You just wait, sunshine. You just wait. Get ready for the passion. To whom it may concern you. Get ready for the raw emotion. See, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! Get ready for the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Z. It just feels like forever when there's a week off, but we are back. It is the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, And like I said, Cody, we had a week off between uh, Saudi Arabia and Australia and I don't know why F1 does this to us, but is it absence makes the heart grow fonder or what? I don't even know. I guess I do. I mean, obviously we're, you know, so used to the NASCAR side of things where every week there's a race, like there's one weekend off the entire season. Uh, and so we're, we're used to that repetitiveness. And with F1, it's, they get our, get all, everything going, the blood flowing. You get these, you know, the full week of practices and qualifying at a race. Then you got to wait two weeks and it's like, oh man, yeah. just such a letdown. I, I don't like the wait, but Always worth the wait, of course. Well, I know they said they were going to talk about adding more races to the schedule upcoming in the next couple of seasons, but I will say this. I mean, when you're flying from, it's one thing from going from state to state, right? Inside the United States. That's that's okay. I mean, we, we kind of get that, but if you're going from country to country, I could only assume that every single week would be an absolute grind. So there does have to be some sort of uh, buffer period in between. I, I wouldn't even begin to imagine the jet lag between all oh, yeah, these countries. Not only are you traveling countries, they're traveling continents. I mean, they're in Australia this week. So like that's, that is, it is quite, uh, you know, the time shift is completely different. I mean, it's, you know, like for us, we, we, where we get the nice uh, last man, last race was so nice. It was like what noon here, 10, 10 o'clock on the West coast there for you. Um, and so that was real nice. Now we get uh and we get same no this is 12 a.m yeah so yeah, this is <laughs> the midnight race it's gonna be gonna be a late night uh, actually that's not bad for you that's prime time right 10 o'clock about 10 o'clock <laughs> sure i could watch a late night yeah, race there you go <laughs> taking a, but, a yeah, saturday I mean, just, night yeah, race everything that goes into transporting all of this stuff from con you know across continents across the ocean and everything so it is obviously a, a lot and, and there's a lot more technical aspect to it and all that so Luckily, we have NASCAR to fill in the gaps, but this week's going to be a fun one. I mean, we've got all three NASCAR series in action again, IndyCar's in action, and F1's back in action. I love races. I love weekends where we have just loaded down with the races. Makes it exciting. It makes it exciting, and a lot of watching cars go around and around and around and around. So 
Uh, and then, of course, mix in with my football, and it's just almost like there's just no ending to sports ever. I don't have to ever not be without sports. And Exactly. You got your Giants uh, shirt on there. Oh, MLB do. kicks off this weekend. That's right. It does. Opening day is Man. today, right? I believe. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's soon. Something like that. I don't like know that. when it is exactly, but... Listen, truth <laughs> be like told... I like MLB, but I'm not as quite into it as a racing I was about to say, yeah, truth be told... I mean, look, at you see that this is from 2010. And by the way, <laughs> we are actually adding this video to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast YouTube page. So head over there if you would like to watch this video. This will be our first time putting out uh, this video on YouTube. So hopefully you guys uh, appreciate it, like it. We'll, if it goes over well... We'll continue to put it on that channel. Maybe, maybe they'll promote this show to its own channel if it does even better. So um, definitely keep an eye out on that one. So yeah, this is a YouTube first for the F1 Gambling Podcast. Yeah, Rod used to be super against YouTube. Now he doesn't want to do a show without being, <laughs> being on YouTube. <laughs> so, uh, you know, even though we're we're still technically audio only, we decided we've got the we've got the NASCAR platform. We can prop this over there and if you've not listened to the F1 Gambling Podcast before, you're stumbling on it from the NASCAR YouTube. Welcome. We've, we're available, obviously, on podcast form as well. Or maybe you can just keep watching on here. And, uh, yeah, excited to cash some more bets. And, uh, man, yeah, we had a pretty good weekend last week where uh, Rod Rod hit the big one, of course. Uh, six to one, hitting, hitting Checo to win that race. Uh, look at that. Two races into the season, Rod, and Max Verstappen already hasn't won all of them. Isn't that amazing to me? And and honestly, this race could be another one where that happens too, and we'll definitely talk about that. Uh, we're starting to see some cracks in the armor, but uh, you know, listen, that's that's good for the sport. And as we've seen in NASCAR, having millions of different winners always makes it more fun because you never know from week to week who's going to do it. Um, so just like Cody said, we are in Australia for the Australian Grand Prix. This is a 5.278 kilometer track. So uh, just under, actually, what was it? Uh, a, a 5K is uh, three miles, so just under, or just over three miles, actually. Um, 58 laps around this. The lap record is owned, is owned by Charles Leclerc at 1 minute 20 seconds, 0 0.260. This actually has more of a feel of... Uh, kind of a nascar-esque road track it's not necessarily a whole lot of tight turns it's uh it's not necessarily an oval by any stretch of the imagination but it just feels a lot more like a gentle curving road rather than or gentle curving track rather than all of the sharp corners that we saw even in coda uh for for nascar last week and like we'll see again uh, with the United States Grand Prix later on in the season. But this is a nice, gentle track. There are uh, a couple of DRS zones, and actually we'll talk about DRS here later on too. Um, there was an interesting article about that, talking about Red Bull and, and DRS. But there's a couple of good long stretches of DRS zones. So I'm telling you right now, this should be a very, very quick race um, and, and a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. And yeah, it's... Uh... A different layout than we've kind of seen last week was, or last race rather, was the very tight track, close together, a lot of tight turns. This one a lot, a lot more wide open um, and curving, more so than than such the tight turns. There is still some of those, of course, but uh, yeah, going to be a fun one, going to be exciting, um, and yeah, I'm ready to go. 96, 1996 was the first time that F1 took to this track. Uh, they were in the uh, Adelia Day. 
um, park last time when they uh, in 1995 when they did this, and then in 1996 they moved to Melbourne. So um, again, this has been a long tradition of racing here in the uh, in Down Underville uh, in Australia. So um, all right, Cody, should we get to some bets? I feel like we should get to some bets. Let's jump into it. I'm ready. All right, let's take a break real quick and get to those bets uh, when we come back from the other side of the break but before we do as we always do let's push that button let's tell you about winbet winbet is the official online sports book of the sports gambling podcast network winbet is now active in massachusetts and a ton of other states be on the lookout now for winbet win hour each thursday from 5 to 6 p.m eastern time during winbet win hour marquee games of the week will have better odds on winbet giving you a larger payout opportunity and march madness is here so many ways to bet on the big dance sign up today receive a special offer bet a hundred dollars get a hundred dollars limited to state availability and of course for our dgens only if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week you're gonna get a one thousand dollar free credit so much to choose from and all you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the winbet app Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbed.com. Must be 21 or older present in the state where playthrough winbed is available. If you or someone who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. You looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world? Well, you can win a three-night stay at Circa Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party and... If you don't hit the and if you don't win the contest, you're still going to get a discount on the room using promo code SGP15. Final Four Watch Party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys on the YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways, and so much more. Subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast and tune in on Saturday. All right, and now that the whole YouTube world found out how bad my math is, trying to figure out what five kilometers is uh, versus, you know, I know that it's not, yeah, what it is. I'm just, I'm bad at math. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, uh, I got nothing for you, so I'm not, I don't, I don't know the metric system that well or whatever system that is. Well, the only <laughs> reason that I know what a five k is is because I've run five k's. Like I know that it's three point one miles. Well, I've also run five k's. It's been a while, but uh, <laughs> I just still don't remember how far they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right well again i mean we talk about this every single week and, and i know we're going to talk about it some more but listen we'll preface this with max verstappen is obviously the best driver in this circuit right now he's the hottest guy it's hard to bet especially if this is your first time listening to this show if this is you stumble across it off of youtube we'll tell you right off the bat that Max Verstappen is the dominant force in this track. And it's very difficult sometimes to handicap a winner because Max Verstappen's odds, and now they've gotten even worse. I mean, now we're looking at what, minus 325 is what I saw, Matt Cody. Did you yeah. see him at anything better? Yeah, I think I might have saw a minus 275, but it's it's getting to the point where it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, to bet him to win, you're basically laying three times what you what you would end up winning. So it's it almost doesn't feel like a good bet. So what we tend to do is give you other options to bet on either him uh, in a way that's going to make you more money uh, and not cost you as much to win it, or we just bet against it and and hope for the best. So uh, we'll do a, a lot of that and a little bit more. We'll give you some head to heads. We'll get, or not head to heads rather, but uh, we'll give you some uh, other optional bets to to place in you know hoping to fill the card out and and win some money. But yeah, I mean the process of betting F one 
especially if you're a NASCAR gambler, is much different than NASCAR. Yeah, definitely. So. And, and I mean, yeah, you just kind of you go into it assuming that Max is going to win. He's going to lead a majority, you know, of the laps. He's going to win by a good margin. But then you can build your card around that. And like last time, last race, I went in on Max and missed it. But you were right there with Checo as an insurance policy, six to one. Guess what? He wins. That's that helps at least helps save the day on the on the max bets. Um, but you can build in some of these other bets for both scenarios, right? This is this is likely to happen if Max does come out and win this race in dominating fashion, or or maybe Max will do this on top of winning. And then there's the other things too, where this is a hedge against if Max doesn't win, or if if Max has problems. I mean, Max didn't finish this race at this track last season, so it's again, it's not he's not perfect all the time. Uh, we saw last week, right? They had engine troubles. Yeah, he ends up being the best driver, works his way through the field, but he still couldn't catch Checo at the end. Um, and so, and was having issues at the end, right? He was complaining about vibrations and other things. He wasn't happy with it. So there's, even though even though Max is the dominating force, of course, uh, plenty of ways to bet on this. And they've the books have given us more options this week, I think also, uh, as far as, other things to bet on throughout the field and i've got some bets that are that are going to be where you don't even have to watch max run away you can watch the battle the action inside of the field um so yeah i think it's going to be going to be a good one going to be a fun race and uh again if you're tired if you're an f1 fan and you're tired of just watching max dominate that's what betting gives you this this extra built in watching the race within the race so uh let's do it rob yep when you watch down the board you have a lot more fun than watching max run away with another race so um yeah let's start out let's start with these little head-to-head or not head-to-heads i, I get it yeah, no, so so we're doing this <laughs> earlier in the week than normal uh changing it up a little but full full odds pretty much are out here mm-hmm. i haven't seen any head-to-heads yet but there is some group betting which is not something i've seen before for no, f1 I haven't uh, something we get a lot in nascar now maybe that's translated over to F1, so great to see. Uh, we like it, and then it's been the opposite. We've gotten like pole bets and other stuff from F1 that they have always done. Over to the NASCAR side of things, so glad to see the books sharing the the fun stuff. So I'm going to start with uh, group number two here. It's Lando Norris at plus 400, Kevin Magnuson, Nico Hulkenberg, uh, Valtteri Bottas. Uh, oh, I, I always I struggle with his name here. Uh, Guan Yu, is that how you say Joe it? Guan Yu. Guan Yu, yes. And Oscar Piastri uh, at plus 550 uh, rounds it out there. So I am, again, this is going to be kind of your, you know, these are the guys racing to get into the points, right? So mid-pack here uh, and, and who can do it. Um, and so I'm going to take Valtteri Bottas at plus 500. So you got Lando at the top here. The way that uh, McLaren has started the season out, I don't trust them at all. Uh, I want any part of that. Um, and really, I mean, you could kind of just look through this group and see who, you know, who you like, and you could even pick two of these guys to lay a little bit of money on. Whereas you're, I mean, the favorite in this group is even at plus 400. So you're getting pretty decent odds here. Uh, Kevin Magnuson, probably the one who scares me the most just because we know what he can do, but it's inconsistent, right? Some weeks he finishes good. Some weeks he doesn't, uh, Nico Hulkenberg again, it's, it's kind of the same thing there. He's getting his, his feet back under him as he gets back into the series here. Um, Valtteri, he finished eighth place at Bahrain to start the season. And then contact, I think it was the first lap last week. And, and then it just, it was struggle bus from him for there on out. He finished a lap down in 18th place as the last car running. But 
he didn't really get to see what maybe he had for it. So I'm going to lean on the fact that he started the season with a strong eighth place finish, eighth place run. Uh, he's had some speed in the car. Uh, Joe Guan Yu, he was the fastest car in Bahrain, uh, but again, or had the fastest lap rather. But again, the the results aren't always there. And then Piastri, I'm big on him going forward, but with the McLaren problems we've seen so far, again, same thing with um, with Lando. I think that you can't trust them as much. So uh, Valtteri being the being the veteran guy, most veteran guy, I guess in this in this group, uh, I feel like the odds are pretty good here for him at plus five. Was it plus? Well, I lost it already. Plus five hundred. So I'm going to take that uh, again. This gives you a nice a nice way to hit, even if you know you don't want to bet max at, at minus two seventy five or whatever, and you can you know hit still hit a five to one winner in the F one race. And it doesn't have to be anything to do with anyone near the front of the race. So uh, fun way to do it. Fun way to bet on it here. Um, and so I like this one. And let's not forget he won this race in 2019. I mean, he was in a Mercedes, so it's not as if it's the same. It's apples to apples. But at the same time, I mean, a guy that has won the race here before, uh, I give him a pretty strong chance to finish above all these other guys. And you talked about, I mean, you know, Nico Hulkenberg, you love the story. But he just hasn't been able to come out and really produce the way he's supposed to be. You said Joe Guanyu was in that one. That poor guy. I don't know what his luck is. I mean, he'll 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 luck into a points finish more often than not. But I mean, it's either a points finish or or nothing for him. Like out of the race. So um, I definitely feel bad for him. So yeah, I mean, I love I love Valtteri in this instance too. Botas is a a hell of a driver. And again, like I said. He won this race a couple of years ago. In fact, uh, 2020 and 2021, there was no Australia on the schedule. It was 2019, and then they, they went back again last season. So um, for them, it's definitely uh, not long ago that he actually ended up winning. Like I said, in better equipment, but uh, still. Right. You can yeah. win the race, I mean, you can win the race. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, exactly. You, you still have to do it. I mean, how many guys have we seen in these Red Bulls, and it's like, eh, you know, they can't do it quite as well. And then you get guys like Max in here, the way Checo's been performing this year. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, a lot to do with the equipment, of course. But um, you, you still, you, these other, these ex experienced guys can still do better than the, the lesser equipment that they're in these days. Yep. And, and again, in his Alfa Romeo, he did finish eighth place here. So uh, definitely strong for Valtteri Bottas. All right. Well, I'm going to bet on Max, but not pay a whole ton of juice. Uh, and I'm going to go with Max as the winner of practice one. I'm seeing this at minus 115. Uh, I don't know if they've updated it yet as far as fastest speed in practice one. Uh, yep, I'm definitely just seeing the minus 115. Uh, yeah, so I like this price. Again, you're not paying the juice for for him to win outright, but you are still getting him to win something. And listen... Red Bull has been the fastest in most of these practices this season so far. Uh, last season at Australia, they weren't. It was Ferrari, but Ferrari has had their troubles this year for whatever reason. They do not unload fast this year. They have not unloaded fast this year, um, and it has been Red Bull. You know, and it's been either Sergio or it's been Max. And last week we saw it was Max, basically wire to wire. You know, and so uh, for me, I, I think Max is going to try to come out, especially. Reason being that I'm picking this one now is that he suffered last week, right? He had so many problems. Cody was just talking about the fact that he had so many problems last weekend, or two weekends ago, rather. He's had two weeks to sit on a second-place finish, 
You don't think that he's going to come out and practice one and throw those flying laps down and try to prove that he's still the fastest guy on the track? He's got a lot to prove when he unloads for first practice. And I think this is going to be the spot where he chooses to come out and put all of those uh, ridiculous frustrations from last the, the weekend before last behind him. And again, like I said, you're only paying minus 115 for this. And all he's got to do is be the fastest car in practice. He's done that before, and he did that a lot last season. So um, I think the odds are telling me that this is a very good bet uh, to take him as the winner of practice one. And uh, and shoot, man, again, practice one is the only odds that are up right now. As the week progresses, you'll get practice two, you'll get practice three, um, and you might if he if he comes out and is the fastest in practice one, you might want to just keep doubling down on it for practice two and practice three because that dude is going to be fast all weekend if he's fast in practice one i will let you know when i find a bad bet uh, on max verstappen for the the counter argument rod because there's just not one it's no. uh it's max verstappen we know red bull is fast i mean and with some of the issues we've seen from the other guys early right like mercedes has had some issues ferrari has had some issues aston martin has stepped it up and kind of become that second best at least so far throughout the first two two events of the season. And so uh, that just kind of gaps Red Bull even more at the top of the list. And, and so, again, this is a way to get in on Max, get in on his speed, get in on his talent without paying the ridiculous price. And you cash this one nice and early in the weekend, and you can parlay that right back in and, and hit one of these other bets. So, yeah, again, this is a good way to get on Max without uh, without paying up as much. I'm going to go with another way to get in on Max, basically, uh, but other people could do this for you as well. Winning margin over eight and a half seconds at plus 100. Um, I really, really like this one. So if Max is Max of the normal times, right, he's likely going to just run away with it and leave everyone in the dust, barring a late safety car or something, you're likely going to hit this. And for whatever reason, this is the plus. I don't know why the over is the plus side money of things or plus money side of things, rather. Uh, but yeah, you're getting this at plus 100. The under is minus 133. So I like taking the plus side anyways, but I would have taken the over even if it wasn't the plus uh, plus money side of things. You go back to the first race at Bahrain. Uh, Max had an 11.9 second lead over Checo in that one. Uh, and then it was 38.6 seconds back to Alonso in third place. You go to last week, Checo wins obviously by 5.3 three seconds um but then it was 20.7 seconds back to alonzo and third again so these red bulls are obviously way better and way faster than anyone else so if it gets to the point where it is max just running away with it we already saw him leave checo in the dust in bahrain last week if max would have started on the pole he would have left probably lapped the field at the as the pace he was going i mean he he ended up starting where did he start 18th or something it was pretty far back there after his qualifying troubles. So he worked his way through the field, got to second. I mean, and it, nobody else was even close to him. So, uh, and then if Max does wreck out early or Max has an issue, Checo could easily put this distance between everybody else, right? He did it with Alonzo in both of these races. Um, or, you know, things get crazy. You get somebody else up there. If, if it ends up being Charles Leclerc, if it ends up being Lewis, anybody else can do this as well. But for the most likely scenarios where it's a Red Bull winning this race, I feel like the over eight seconds or over eight and a half seconds is, is definitely the best bet on this. And again, plus money, whenever you can find a plus money bet that you like in F1 it is even better because it's not as easy to bet plus money bets in on the F1 side of things. So 
um, I, I'm really liking this one. Well, okay, look back. La, uh, the last time this was run last season, the winning margin was 20 seconds between Charles Leclerc and Sergio Perez. That is a, a clutch. You got to go all the way. You actually have to go all the way back pretty far uh, to find one in which the, the winning was not over eight and a half. In fact, 2019, uh, Botas, we talked about, won over Lewis Hamilton by 20 seconds. In 2018, uh, it was um, Sebastian Vettel that beat Lewis Hamilton by five seconds. That was the one race in which it didn't happen uh, between this last time and 2016. Uh, Sebastian Vettel won in Australia over Lewis Hamilton by nine seconds in 2017. And then in 2016, um, it was Nico Rosenberg, or Rosberg rather, that beat Lewis Hamilton by eight seconds. So... 2016, since then, there's only been one time in which the winning margin, and we talked a lot about why. I mean, this track is is kind of an expansive track as far as the, the curves. There's a lot of separation that you can use uh, in this, and um, again, with this DRS that the, the they've been talking about with Red Bull, this DRS advantage, whatever they found, whatever extra bit of oomph they found in DRS, that's been able to to sort of get them faster uh, on some of these instances. And and that's why I think in practice one, too, they're going to be faster because they can use DRS in practice. And whatever advantage they've, fi- they've found, uh, they're definitely going to be using it. So, yeah, I think this is definitely a good uh, uh, setup for that, for a winning margin to be over eight seconds. Uh, all right, my next bet is for Alpine to have both of their drivers in the points. Uh, this one's kind of a, a tough sell uh, with Esteban Ocon and Pierre Gasly. But they've actually been able to, they did it last week, or, or two weeks ago rather, in, uh, in Saudi Arabia where uh, Gasly finished in ninth and Alcon finished in eighth. But more than that, uh, they've actually done this a couple of times in Australia. Now granted, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Gasly because Gasly was in uh, an AlphaTauri ride back then, but Al- he did finish in ninth place in that one. Uh, Alpine finished in seventh with Alcon finishing there in seventh. So both of those drivers finished in the points. Granted, they were both on different teams the last time they were out in Australia, but they managed to do it. Uh, So I I like their chances in doing it as well. And then, of course, if you look uh, back at 2019, I I did see Gasly just finished just outside of the points in that one at 11th, uh, but he was in Red Bull in that instance. And then, of course, uh, Alcon was not in that race. So I think for both of these guys, like I said, last week they did it, uh, and, and Alpine hasn't been looking that bad. I mean, they actually, out of the rest of the field that's not Ferrari, uh, Red Bull, or Mercedes, uh, or even Aston Martin now if you want to throw that in, I mean, they're better than the Haases, they're better than the Alpha, Alpha Taris, they're better than the Alpha Romeos. Um, I think Alpine's got a couple of good ones, and now with uh, Gasly in there, it just makes sense that he can finish inside the points. And all you're asking for is to, him f- to finish better than 10 drivers. And I just gave you, what, uh, what four, eight drivers that he can finish in front of. So, uh, yeah, give me, give me Alpine to have both drivers in the points. This is at plus 110. So, Cody was talking about plus money for these bets. I, I think this is a pretty safe bet. Yeah, I like it. And uh, Gasly's been in the top 10 in both races. And Ocon was in the top 10 last week and then uh, did not finished uh, the race at uh, Bahrain. He had issues earlier on there. So, yeah, I like this one as well. Again, at Plus Money, you're getting guys that that have proven they can do it already this season and, and I think can do it again, um, and they're both solid drivers. And Alpine seems to be off to a fairly decent start uh, to the season as well. 
Uh, I found another way to bet on Max here. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to do two different guys to do the fastest lap. I'm going to take Max at plus 125, and then I'm going to hedge a little bit with Shaw Leclerc at plus 600. Max, we saw it. <laughs> We've seen it, right? Obviously, all this continual talk. You could beat you could beat the same drum about Max nonstop, but didn't get the fastest lap in Bahrain because he didn't really need to. He just was coasting out front. And so that is why I think you hedge it with someone else because even if Max dominates, He's not necessarily going to grab the fastest lap, but being out front and being the dominant car could lead him into the fastest lap. You saw it last week. He was worried about who had the fastest lap. The team said, don't worry about it. And he said, fuck you. And he said, I'm going to go do the fastest lap right now. And he went and did the fastest lap on command whenever the hell he wanted to. So the fact that he can do that will give me the faith that uh, that he could do that at plus 125. I'm also going to take Shaw Leclerc here. Uh, six to one. I know it's hard to trust Ferrari. Um, and you know, I don't know that I would bet on Ferrari in a head to head. I don't know that I would bet on to finish the podium or, or anything like that just because of the unreliability so far. But if you're going to toss out just scoring a fastest lap, if you're going to toss out race winner, something like that, I think it's a different case because that's not something where they necessarily, you know, if, if things fall right, that can happen. You don't have to rely on them to have to put together that full thing. So Charles Leclerc won this race last year, also had the fastest lap. We know he can do it. Uh, we know Ferraris are generally fast. They've struggled a little bit to start the season off, but maybe they get things figured out. Maybe he hits the fastest lap before he has an issue, right? <laughs> uh, so that's always that's always a hedge you can make there. So Charles Leclerc, or Max rather, at plus 125, and then Leclerc, at uh, plus 600 will be my fastest lap bets this week. And you're talking about two of the fastest drivers from last season. It definitely is yeah. not out of the realm of possibility. And, of course, you know, Leclerc won here already and, and did it quickly. So, and, and Max Verstappen always fast uh, and on command, too. You're right. As they said, uh, we're not worried about right, that right now, Max. And Max like, yeah, but I am. <laughs> but I am. Yep, exactly. Yeah, they wanted to wanted to give one to Checo, and, and Max is like, nah, no thank you. I'll take it. Do <laughs> you think they'd learn by now? They, they talked to him last yeah. season about this whole thing. They're like, come on, man. Like... Go ahead He's and not, let he doesn't he doesn't give two shits about Checo, right? No, <laughs> he not... is here for himself, himself only. He's the best guy in the series. He's the best guy on the team. You take care of him, you do what he wants. <laughs> he doesn't care about Cal Naughton Jr. He's uh he's all about Ricky Bobby. Yay I'm surprised first. he wasn't asking him to have Checo slow down last week so he could catch him. <laughs> slow down, please. Uh all we're asking for you to do is uh, engage the slingshot. That's that's what we want out of you. <laughs> Um, all right, I'm going to turn to Mercedes. I look, their woes are are well documented right now. This season they have not had the best season to start off with, and Lewis Hamilton is is obviously frustrated by it. But even still, as frustrated as Lewis Hamilton is, he still has two fifth place finishes. It, it's, it's funny though. You look at his his starts, both seven places. You look at his finishes both fifth places it's just it's uncanny how consistent sometimes these guys are and you want to talk about consistent lewis hamilton is one of the most consistent on this track he broke a string of one two three four five six pole starts uh in melbourne last season when he started fifth from the grid that dude fin or he started six races from the pole position from 2014 to 2019 i that is amazing now 
He only won one of those races, but he finished second in four of them. Uh, only to finish fourth last year. What a rough run for him to finish off the podium in Australia. Um, but again, second place finishes in all of the the races before that. In 14 starts, he has only missed the podium five times. Five times has he missed the podium. And in, in a couple of those where I talked about the fourth place finish last season, that was one of those. And then a fifth place finish uh, in 2013 and a sixth place finish in 2010. So we're not talking about like him missing huge. When he misses huge, he misses huge. He had a 20-place finish. Uh, he was disqualified in 2009, and he had engine problems in 2014 to finish 19th and 20th in those two races. But when he's on the track, when he's finishing the race, dude is sniffing the podium. And, uh, you know, it's just I know it's been a frustrating start for him this year, but frustrating for Lewis Hamilton is getting fifth-place finishes. Last season... Uh, he had three straight second-place finishes before the last race before Abu Dhabi where he had those hydraulic problems when he probably could have finished up in the podium in that race as well. Um, so, look, I, I really believe that this is going to get turned around. Mercedes has been sniffing around, right? They're not, they're not going to win a race, I don't think, this week, and it may be a few weeks before they come to, to realization that they can win something. But at the very least... I think Lewis Hamilton has enough to to put himself back on the podium in Australia and start a pretty decent run of uh, of good finishes for well, good finishes. I, I don't even know what to call a good finish in F one anymore. Anyways, a podium finish for Hamilton. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like at the number you're getting this at, this is perfect because obviously Mercedes hasn't had the speed just yet, um, but we know Lewis is is one of the greatest drivers of all time, right? So, and the fact that he's finished fifth both weeks. Uh, so far to start the season means he's right there. He's not far off. Uh, Alonzo has made the podium both times. Maybe if he slips up a little bit, if either Red Bull has an issue, uh, we see accidents happen. Of course, guys, you know, things, things happen that, that this could fall into place. He's keeping himself so far in fifth place. So if he can be right there, he's not that far outside the podium. I think he can make it happen and, and getting it at four to one. I feel like is pretty good value, uh, uh, for Lewis. So I like it. Me too. Uh, like I said, just you're asking him to just get third place. That's that's all you want out of Lewis Hamilton, and you're going to get four to one for third place. That's that's really damn good odds, I think, for a guy that can get it done. So yeah, agreed. Love it. Okay, well, we're gotta pick some winners for this race, but we'll uh, take a quick break before we do, and then we'll come back and give you our winners. Well, okay, we'll give you how to bet on the win for this race. <laughs> <laughs> come back <laughs> i think we already know who we think is going to win but uh, we'll, we'll we'll figure out another way to make it creative when we come back but let's tell you about underdog fantasy because we're also brought to you by underdog fantasy underdog fantasy continues their march madness column pick them college pick them it's a great way to get in on the action especially if your bracket has already been busted uh play underdog fantasy it's got your favorite college basketball player props and great nba and nhl daily games head over to underdogfantasy.com Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. If you're watching us now on YouTube, thank you very much. First offering of F1 on YouTube. Hopefully you like it. Hopefully you want us to stay on there. Maybe we'll get our own feed and then some. So uh, continue to support the YouTube efforts. We'll get some fancy branding again and, and make it all happen for you and make it all comfortable. Uh, but in the meantime... I hope you enjoy, like, subscribe, ring the bell, more NASCAR content on the way as well. 
So uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for hanging with us on YouTube. Let it continue. All right, so we've already right, said well, next for Stappen wins and uh, have a good night. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> All right, how are we going to bet on these on these race winners, Cody? What creative ways are we going to get on this? Yeah, so I think we learned the valuable lesson last week, right? I just went all in on Max Verstappen. I paid up the juice, and you only pay when you lose. So I did pay the juice this time. I think that you maybe if you do that throughout the whole season, it ends up being positive over the course of the season, but maybe not, right? Because obviously we, he's proved that other people can beat him. Things can go wrong. I don't know anybody can beat him, but things can go wrong enough that he doesn't win. Um, and, and so... If you want to go bet max, I did just find a minus 250. Again, it's hefty, but I'm not going to tell you not to do it just because it's out there. But if you do hedge like we did last week, hit a couple of winners and still, you know, made it out of there good, but I think we're both going to avoid that. I found the uh the race winner without Max Verstappen <laughs> lines cuz uh that just, you know, give him first, okay? And then who will finish second to Max basically is this bet. Um and so it's pretty even Checo is minus 225 at the top of this, which is just shows you how much better Red Bull is than everyone else. But I feel like there is some value down the board. Uh, I like Charles Leclerc for this at 11 to one. You're getting him at 11 to one, which last season you wouldn't have even got him 11 to one most places to win a race. So I feel like you're getting good value there. And this takes Max out of the scenario. You don't you don't have to worry about where Max finishes. It's just, you know, who's the best finisher besides Max, basically. Um, and so I think that Shaw can do it. I mean, we saw last season he was clearly the 1B to Max's 1A. Again, Ferrari's had some issues to start the season. You, you can't always rely on them. But I feel like at 11-1, to 1, this is a good enough bet that it's, it's worth taking that gamble. If they have issues, you're going to be like, well, there's the Ferrari we know and love, right? They just... They shot themselves in the foot. Something wrong happened. It happens so much. But if it doesn't, I think that Shaw could have a great race, could be up there, could beat out Perez. Um, and, you know, again, this is early in the week. So he comes out and he qualifies second to Max. You're not going to get a number like this later in the week because they're going to adjust accordingly. So get on this one early, I think. Um, and I, so I like that for, again, a way to bet the winner without without Max. That's that's what the bet is, race winner without Max Verstappen. So it's uh, it's a fun way to still have skin in the game, even if Max does run away with things. And then also I was going to toss a little bit on Shaw at 22 to 1, but uh, somebody else beat me to the punch there. Spoiler alert. So I will throw out Carlos Sainz as well. 40 to 1. I mean, a Ferrari at 40 to 1 just seems like it's it's ridiculous. Uh, I'm not saying that, that Sainz is going to win this race, but I'm saying that he can. It's possible. Again, if there happens to be, you know, things that happen, guys have issues, electrical problems, mechanical problems, get caught up in wrecks. Signs a good enough driver on a good enough team. He gets himself up at the front at forty to one. It's worth a small sprinkle for me, uh, just because it seems like crazy good value. Again, I'm not all over Ferrari this weekend by any means. I just feel like you're getting good enough value in some of these bets that you can bet on Ferrari and make money potentially if things go correctly because they don't always screw it all up. It seems like it seems like they do just because we talk about it so much. But things go smoothly. They have good races, and, and I feel like you could make money with either of these guys. And at the value that they're at, being in Ferraris, I feel like you have to kind of take a shot at that and just maybe pray for chaos. 
Well, Sainz has been the best Ferrari finisher in both races this season. So True. it's, you know, Leclerc has had his issues and he's been frustrated. You've heard him on the radio asking why in the <laughs> hell he can't keep up with his teammate when he knows he's a better driver than his yep. teammate. So uh, that's what I love about these radio broadcasts. I mean, I'm not one to, especially like in the XFL where they, they catch him right after a touchdown and they're always like, all right, tell us about this or intercept. I don't really like it when it's they're in their face the whole time, but something about being on a race radio makes it so much better because it's, it's not manufactured. And these guys are literally showing their emotion on their sleeve, like as it's yeah. happening. Well, and I mean like the XFL one, they know they're talking to the TV and everything like in race, these guys are just, they're not worried about TV or who's listening. Like they're just talking to their team and they're in the, I mean, He's literally doing, you know, whatever many kilometers a mile per hour down the track as he's talking, as he's letting his frustrations go. I mean, we've seen these heart rate monitors and stuff sometimes on these guys. Like, it is through the roof and everything. The blood is flowing. And then one other point on signs, too. Like you said, best finishing Ferrari both races. He's been fourth in both races. So it's been the two Red Bulls. Okay, the Red Bulls have an issue. That takes those two guys out. Then the only other guy that's been better than him has been Alonzo. It's been... The top fives have been the same in both races, surprisingly, other than flipping Verstappen and Perez around one, two in either race. But, but signs has been that next best guy. So for the guy that's finished fourth in two consecutive races to open the season, now he's 40 to one to win. It just, I get that Max obviously is so much better, but there is, that's why, that's why you play the game, right? Rod, that's why they race the race because it doesn't always work out that way. So I feel like there's incredible value there um, at 40 to one. I concur, and I'll, um, yeah, you had to change it up, I'll, I'll, and I'll tell everybody why in just a second. Um, I found the other creative way to do it, and that's just the field. I mean, listen, the field is at plus 210, so everybody that could beat Max Verstappen uh, is at plus 210, and and I, honestly, if you're trying to pinpoint, and that's the difficult part, because even, like uh, Cody said, Sergio Perez is still minus, what, two, 200, minus 190 something to win the race. Um, yeah, he's. I think he's a little bit less to win the race. He's. Oh, uh, he's plus four hundred. So you're still getting. Oh, Perez is plus four fifty to win the race. Never mind. Yeah, but even was, still, that was. Uh, it was minus two. Whatever without. That's right. So okay. That one. Yeah. So Perez is at plus four fifty to win this race, and and while you could probably still have some fun with that, um, you know who knows what can happen at that point. So uh, I'm I'm gonna just take the field and let it ride. Uh, at plus two ten, and see what happens. You, you cashed this one last week too. It, yeah, again, it, you know, even though Max fought all the way through, fought all the way up to second, you're still getting all nineteen other guys in the field. Yeah, and that definitely is a good a good enough bet, especially at plus two ten. You'll double up and then some, right? Uh, so I like that. And then Shaw Leclerc. I mean, in fact, in fact, it once if the field continues to be this good, just continue to bet the field every week. Put put something on the field. Hedge on the field and, and be good with that. But um, I'm going to take Shaw Leclerc, just like uh, Cody was talking about. Look, Shaw, exactly the scenario that Cody laid out happened last year at Australia, right? Max had issues, didn't even finish the race. Shaw Leclerc ended up beating Sergio Perez by like 20 seconds. It wasn't even close. The only reason that he's at 22 to 1 right now and not anything closer like Sergio is the fact that he hasn't been able to put it together this season for whatever reason. Now, it's harder to bounce back in F1 than it is in uh, NASCAR. It's it's harder to put together a better week the next week, especially when you've had a week off. But if any if any team can do it, and if anybody can do it, it's Ferrari, it's Charles Leclerc, it's a track that he won on last season. He's going to want to come out and do well. 
And I think if he's able to put together a good qualifying run, if he's able to start within the first two rows even, I think this is a, a good enough opportunity for him to try to catapult himself uh, somewhere in the top. And then, again, if he's running second, right, where he could be running second ahead of Perez for most of the race, and all of a sudden Max has a uh, bad vibration or something happens and, and Max falls out, Charles Leclerc wins, 22 to 1, not a bad little get-go there. And again, it's going to take a lot for him to be able to do this. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, and the, definitely the odds reflect that, but um, I like this just, just for the fact that it's a driver that's won on this track. Max has yet to win on this track. Not to say that he can't, but he just hasn't. So I'm pretty sure that was the, what we said at Bahrain too, but <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, that's true. But yeah, again, I, I just I like twenty-two to one at Charles Leclerc because I mean I, I love forty to one with Science as well, but I just feel like Charles Leclerc has a lot more to prove. A lot like Lewis Hamilton. I think I'm going with the the storylines this week. I guess without even realizing it. Yeah. Well, and I mean the field is is a great bet. I mean, don't go load up on it because obviously Max is that good. But just like last week, you hit that one, and then you doubled down because you sprinkled something on somebody else, and it was Checo last week. It was 6-1, to one, and you hit him. And so you can do that. And, I mean, there are so many possibilities in here. Max wins, then, you know, you don't cash any of these. But if Max doesn't, you cash the field bet. You could hit Shaw Leclerc to win. The, even if Max wins, you could hit Shaw to be the best, the race winner without, without him, right? And then you could double up if if Shaw wins and be the race winner without Max at eleven to one, and then twenty two to one to win the race. You got signs in there at forty to one. So even though yes, we think that Max will probably win, there is plenty of other ways to bet this and find very very good value on the board. Um, and then like we said, you know there was some built in ones where if Max just comes out and dominates all weekend, you can cash with those as well. Uh, so yeah, I think that I feel like we we got it pretty good this week as far as a good mixture of all the different scenarios that could possibly play out and finding a way to cash it in multiple different versions of, of how this race turns out. Again, this is a, this is a sport where you have to get creative with your, with your bets and you have to be able to figure out how to, um, you know, how to just, just make it all work for you. I will say here is your reminder that the fastest pit stop for Red Bull is actually a plus 105 Ooh, this plus week. Money. You're getting plus money for the... They haven't had it yet because it, it just hasn't happened for them, but they were the fastest last season all together. Uh, I think this might be a punch-through week for them. So if you're, Rod, if you're... Look at Rod sneaking in a bonus bet. I just had to. I mean, I told you every week we have to tell you what the fastest pit stop is, right? And that's Red Bull at plus 105. Um, I like that one a lot. So... Um, all right, get down pen and paper. We're going to go over the bets for you for this Australian Grand Prix weekend. Uh, Cody started you out with the winner of Group 2 being Valtteri Botas at plus 500. Uh, I like this one. There's a lot of names in there that I think he could finish in front of, so this is a very good bet. I'm giving you Max Verstappen is the winner of Practice 1 at minus 115. Cody's telling you that whoever wins this race is going to win it by more than 8.5 seconds at plus 100. I'm telling you both Alpine drivers are going to be in the points at plus 110. Cody's saying that Max is going to have the fastest lap at plus 125, or Leclerc will do the same at plus 600. Uh, I'm saying Hamilton will finally put himself on the podium this week at plus 400. Cody's saying that the race winner without Max is going to be Shaw Leclerc at 11-1. to 1. And then, of course, throw something on Carlos Sainz to win at plus 4,000. I am giving you the field 
I'm telling you, anybody else can beat Max Verstappen at plus 210 and then telling you that maybe, maybe, just maybe, Charles Leclerc can figure it out and maybe win on his own at 22-1. There you have it, Cody. All of the bets for the Australian Grand Prix this weekend. Um, again, remember, practice starts on Friday, uh, so make sure you check in if you're going to place those bets beforehand and, uh, and make those bets because, yeah, once they're there, they're gone. <laughs> once they're on the track, they're gone. Yeah, and then, yeah, just a, a reminder also that that race is, um, what is it? Did I say midnight? Why can I not find it? There we go. Australia. Yes, it's midnight central time. Uh, so, you know, 1 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock a.m. Eastern time, and then you can adjust accordingly on on Saturday night slash Sunday morning, depending on where you are. So don't forget, don't don't wake up, you know, or, or plan to wake up early on Sunday and be like, okay, I got to get my... Have fun stuff in because it's going to be over by then. So, so yeah. get it in early. Don't forget your, your fantasy lineups, DFS lineups, all that fun stuff before you go to bed on Saturday or make plans to stay up and watch the race, of course. Always. Late night F1 is the best. So Yes. Um, Actually, I like, I like that better than having to wake up early anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm more you. of a night owl than a, than a morning guy anyways. <laughs> I, well, it's a lot of fun. So, um, All right. Let's wrap things up, Cody. Why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Yep, follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. And then, yeah, again, if, you know, if you're listening to this on the podcast feed and YouTube is your preferred way to listen to stuff, watch stuff, we're over there as well on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast uh, YouTube channel for now, obviously. Um, but, yeah, check it out over there. Yep, follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media, talking on the back road this Thursday as well. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Let's have some fun. Let's cash some tickets in this F1 Australian Grand Prix, shall we? We'll be back next week to break it all down and give you another set of bets for the next F1 race. Until then, let's go racing and let it ride.